0: In his new book, Howard Stern Comes Again, which is, um, t- dude, it's a big book. It's like 500 pages of interviews that he's done. And Howard Stern is the shock jock. He went from traditional radio to Sirius XM. And, you know, he's, he's always pushed the boundaries of, of uh, asking people questions and off-the-wall questions that sometimes they're not even uh, expecting. But he's actually one of the best interviewers out there, and if you peel back the layers of the shock jock part, um, he's actually a very intelligent, um, very inquisitive kind of guy. He just he just is bold in his questioning and everything like that. And I like the format of the book, man, the, because you know it's it's a behemoth of a book, man. It's like five hundred pages, but the way the table of contents is is it's it's got all kind of different um cele- celebrities uh A-listers well-known people you know uh the president all, all kind of different things so it's 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 a it's a it's a table of contents of all the different people that he's talked to uh and it's the best of the interviews and the interviews are really uh some of them are the climb and the climb as stern calls it is is, is you know it was the times that it got tough the times that um that they did climb to success and what motivated them, what obstacles did they have to overcome? So, uh, it's, it's a compilation of of all that. So I open up the, uh, the book and, and I'm going through the names and, um, and I come across Jay Z's name and, you know, I'm, I'm not a big Jay Z listener, but I do admire his business acumen. Um, he's very shrewd. He's a great businessman and stern is asking, you know, the traditional questions about his life growing up in Brooklyn and how tough it was and and Jay had the cell crack at age 14 and and uh you know basically how he how he made his come up. And you know in the story in the interview Jay and his uh, Jay was saying how he and his dad were super close. Um and Jay realized there were there were little rifts, man, there were tiffs between his dad and his mom, but nothing so unsettling that he never envisioned that they would um they would be divorced, they would break up. But then suddenly at age twelve, his dad bounced. He just left. And I suspect that because his dad died later of complications of the the liver, um, that I suspect his dad was a heavy drinker. And um Jay's dad, um his um his brother, so Jay's uncle, uh was was stabbed to death. And his dad never could really overcome that. He he just kind of went into a spiral and, um, he basically bounced on his family to go, to go avenge this, you know, go find the killer to go avenge his brother's death, his, uh, Jay's uncle's death. And, you know, his, it, despite the, the, the pleadings from, uh, Jay's mom, you know, she would tell her husband, she said, look, you have a family right here. You don't, you don't have to do all this. Yes, it's tragic, but this is not the way to do it. You 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 have a family right here, but it wasn't strong enough and and so Jay's dad left. So Jay's mom became the backbone of the family. She didn't cry and snot, man. She just she just closed ranks. She became the mom and the dad. And Jay is the youngest of uh two sisters and a brother. Um and so she worked um his mom worked her ass off, man, to keep the to keep the family going, to keep the family together. And Jay's dad, he moved away, but he only moved like fifteen minutes away. He was just in another project right up the street. But he never saw his son again. He never saw his son again until Jay was like, uh, he was he was already rich and famous. Jay um, Jay was now Jay Z, um, and so you know. <laughs> it was jay's therapy man was 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 in his music there was always this this void in his heart and that his father just left this hole in his heart and and so so jay was very angry you know he had to he had to like i said he had to sell drugs on the uh, from a very young age and and um he was always he he was always trying to to fill that void and so when he got off the streets then it turned to music and and jay jay told stern he said you know uh, he said you sit down with a therapist because howard stern was like well why don't you go see a therapist and jay was like i I don't need one i have a million therapists. that's my fans um and he said the way i self-analyze is is I, i i put i put my feelings into into albums he said howard you you see a therapist he said i make music i make albums And he said, that is therapy for me. And so about a month before um, uh, Jay's dad passed away and his mom orchestrated all this, he said his mom was the backbone, man, his mom was super strong and she orchestrated it for Jay um, and his dad to finally come together. And Jay had no clue that his dad was sick. His dad was too stubborn, too proud to even lead on to that. But it was about a month before his dad passed away that Jay and his father finally reconciled. And Jay, you know, he, he, like, like anybody that you haven't seen in a long time, you kind of, you kind of build up these stories in your mind and what you're going to tell them. You're finally just going to unload with double barrels. I mean, Jay was, was, was hurt. He was pissed off. And so when he got the chance, he finally just unloaded on his dad. And and he just unleashed on his dad. He told him of all the hurt, of all the hangar, anger. He, you know, you 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 left me to 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 be a man on my own, and I had to brave the streets of of, of Brooklyn. I had to sell crack at age fourteen. I, do you realize how bad things could have gone for Jay Z? I mean, he could have ended up in jail. He could have ended up dead somehow, some way by his by his own finagling he became the person that he is today and it wasn't from the help of his father his father listened to him and he finally just cut him off and out of defense he he told jay-z he said you knew where i was you knew i was only 15 minutes away i was right up the street you knew where to find me jay said dad i was just a child i shouldn't have to find my father i'm a child and I find it interesting in that quote. If you notice, he said, I was a child. You shouldn't have to find my father. Or I shouldn't have to find my father. I'm a child. See, so he said, I was a child. But he ended with, I'm a child. And I think no matter how old we get, no matter how successful, how rich and famous we get, sometimes that void that's left, man, we see it that we're still a child in that situation. And he ended with that. I'm a child. And I think as rich and famous and as powerful as Jay-Z could have anything in the world, has anything in the world he wants, but he still saw himself in front of his father as I'm a child. I left my marriage in 2015. And I, I had to, man. It had gotten too toxic, too volatile. And so I made the tough decision to to leave. <clears throat> and I have an older son who was already moved out of the house, um and then I had three who were still living there at home. One of them was a stepson. And then I had my uh my baby boy who was Evan and then Mackenzie. And you've heard me talk about Mackenzie. Mackenzie Mackenzie that's my baby girl, man. No matter what I've done, no matter what I've uh, the poor decisions I've I've made, uh, poor poor people that I've hung around with at at, at times, my daughter she still came around even though she probably didn't want to at times but she still did it and she's always stuck with me this whole time even though she was hurt even though she was confused even though she was scared my baby girl still came around and Cameron who was my stepson I've always said he's my son but Cameron's dad stepped in and and uh kind of took over the the, the the role of of being the father. So he and I kind of distanced because he gravitated more toward um his dad, but my my baby boy Evan Evan had real anger. Real anger toward me. And you know, he he came around early on. He came around, but he wouldn't say much. I mean, we interacted, we clowned and stuff like that, but it wasn't it wasn't in depth. You know, you know, it was kind of going through the rituals. And finally um, you know, we had a little riff in, uh, in December of 2000, um, 17, we had a little riff and then, and then in May of, uh, 2018, that's when it finally bubbled up and he stopped coming around. And at first he said, Oh dad, I forgot, you know, today's my day with you. I I, I just forgot. I'm i I'm a chill at mom's, um, because his school is right around the corner from his mom. So he would just walk home. Um, and it got more and more that way until finally he just stopped coming. And, you know, I, I I didn't really know what to do. And so, you know, I would, I would do what I could. He had no phone. I couldn't get in touch with him that way. And so then I started sending money. So that way he had money, you know, in high school, you need money and shit like that. And I wasn't getting any response back from that. So then I went up there, I called him out of class, and he smirked and he gave me a hug and then and then he, he, he said, Dad, I'm I'm probably not gonna come around. And it hurt. And I, but I said, Okay. And then he said, And I don't want anything from you. I don't even want your money. <laughs> so me being confrontational as I am. I was like, okay, fine. And in my mind, I was like, I'm going to show you. And so I told him I loved him and I walked off and I told myself, he knows where to find me. I mean, I'm 10 minutes down the road from, from his mom's house. So I mean, it might as well have been 10,000 miles away from His mom's house, because that's the kind of distance we had. And, you know, when I would tell people, people would tell me, oh, he'll come around. He'll come around eventually, Marsh. Don't don't worry about it. So I've said the exact same thing that Jay's dad said. He knows where to find me. And dude, it wasn't until I read this that I realized and that I stood in a child's eyes. Jay's eyes. Evan's eyes. I shouldn't have to find you. I'm a child. See, I'm just expecting my son to one day just find me. But, but how does he find what he doesn't know what he's looking for? See, ironically, my son woke up at the age of 12, the same age that Jay-Z did. My son woke up at 12 and found his dad gone. And Evan and I were super close. It's my baby boy. It's what I always used to call him, my baby boy. And I get it now. He felt abandoned. He felt left behind. Uh, You know, I didn't leave him. And I used to tell him, son, I didn't leave you. I, I was right there. But I wasn't present. And being there is not the same thing as being present. Why chase? Why search to find the very thing that created the hole in your heart to begin with? Yet, I've said... He knows where to find me. He knows where I'm at. He's got my number. And it wasn't until I read this passage, man. It's thanks to this passage. I just sat there. (laughs) Speechless. And I realized. I realized that it's important for my son. That my son doesn't have to. He doesn't have to look. No, I can't tuck him in every night. No, I can't see him every night. And nor probably right now. He doesn't even want that Anyway. Because he's angry, because he's hurt, because he's scared, because he's alone, because he's got no father in his life. He doesn't know where to find me, because finding me is not, it's not on a map. He doesn't know the direction in his heart. He's always said, Dad, I just want it to be like it used to be. And I've told him time and time again, son, it'll never be that way again. I'm sorry, but it'll it'll never be that way again. <sighs> so reading this, I've realized that, and I've committed, that I'm going to be present. I'm going to be present in my kids' lives. So at least they'll see and they'll feel my presence, even if they're not ready, man even if it's not like it used to be. Of course, I want it that way too. Of course, it's awkward at times because there's so much hurt that's going in that, 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 that they feel. There's so, much, uh, there's so much time that has passed. I, I, if it's awkward for me, I know it's awkward for them. And somehow I'm just expecting them to just get it and come find me. It doesn't work that way. So I just got to be present. I got to be present where they see me. Even if it's from a text message, even if it's from a brief phone call, even if it's just standing there or sitting there in the stands and saying hello, seeing their smile, I just got to be present. So that way, when they are ready, they'll never have to look again. It's not about, it's not about chasing them down. It's not about buying their love. That was one thing I did. Well, I'm not going to buy your love. I'm not going to buy you things just to have a relationship with you. It's not about any of that. It's about being present. That's it. Just be present. Being present, son. So when you're ready, you never have to look. You never have to find me. I love you, son.